What did we just watch, Amy? We just watched The Assistant, the 2019 film. Independent, kind of. Yeah. Directed by Kitty Green. No, I don't know. I, yeah. She's produced some other stuff, but this was her, I was her biggest thing. She may have gotten more awards for other stuff. I don't know. Um, but this got awards. It won the, it did not win. It got nominated for awards. But did not win. No. Although it came out during the pandemic year, so everything's a little weird. Yeah, they re- released it for streaming on Hulu. Yeah. During the it, it, pandemic. It worldwide premiered. There's it some film festivals, and then like the big release was on January 31st, 2020. Ah, uh, well that was pre-pandemic. That was pre-pandemic, so we could have seen this before the pandemic, yes. but we didn't. Anyways, it's called The Assistant. And yeah. this is our first impressions. We're reacting full of to it. Spoilers. Just first reactions without knowing too much about it. Yeah. So. We go and just watch a movie without knowing much about it, and then we talk about the movie we saw. So this is called The Assistant. It follows an assistant. Yep. Through her day. I mean, she's a young woman, probably pretty fresh out of college, so yeah. early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she is one of the assistants for a big movie executive. Yes. And this just follows her during one day of her life as an assistant. Yeah. And from being the first first in last, last to leave and um kind of an I think an interesting concept. It was very original. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably it's not the first film to do such a thing, but seen as we've been watching a lot of like Regular plotted films <laughs> recently. Regular plotted, <laughs> regular plotted films. Because um, the storytelling through this is largely largely without dialogue, mm-hmm. largely overheard conversations that you can you can kind of hear, but you're not you don't hear exactly. Um, and it's telling the stories through kind of the mundane tasks yeah. she does every every day and mm-hmm. that take on larger and larger meanings yeah so what'd you think <laughs> i enjoyed it i, I was engaged I, I liked the it doesn't really have a plot per se i mean the concept is this is her day yeah a day in the life of um and yeah the mundanity of the task has kind of reminded me of that French film that I don't want to watch. Jean six Dean hour and 23 quad de commerce Brussels. Yeah. yeah. It's like six hours long. It's three hours long. It's three hours long. <laughs> and it all it is is her performing her tasks during yeah. during the day, basically. Yeah, a no, friend, I definitely got a lot of that. A French this. feminist film. Jean, <laughs> Jean Delier? Jean Dielman. Jean Dielman. Um, which is an, we can watch it. We can watch it. It's an older film. It's in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Um, so the gendered aspects, you can. T- it's an oppressive environment. Like yeah. Julia Garner was bringing it. She did. I think, she did really well. On the, the acting with very few lines. It's all in the body and reactions, and, and... and just like seems miserable. Mm-hmm. Um. The boss is emotionally abusive to everyone, plus sexual assaulty. Yeah. 
Well, sexually very, abusive to some people. Very, um... <laughs> okay, bye. bye! Live content. Yeah. <laughs> um... Kind of a Harvey Weinstein-esque to me. Yes. No, very like, much. I, I don't... I can't remember the timeline of, like, when the Harvey Weinstein stuff came out. It was 2017, 2018. Yeah. So, like, definitely in conversation with, with, with the that Me Too. sort of a person and the Me Too movement. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I one of the thoughts I had when I was uh, watching it was, like, this movie is entirely subtext. Yeah. Like, it exists only below the surface level, which is fascinating. Um, because if you describe the sort of things that happen, which the movie, in fact, does at one point, which I found kind of amusing... Um, like if you describe the things, it seems like very little is going on. Yes. Well, kind of like when she goes to the HR office. Well, that's, that's like, my point. This thing like... seems wrong, but I'm explaining it to you, and nothing in it is nothing exa- is nothing is particularly wrong. Well, and that's so indicative of abusive cultures and, yeah. and sexual um, harassment in in. That you can't always point to the, you know, the rapist in the dark hoodie in the alleyway. It's not one specific thing. It is, it is an environment. It is everything together. It makes it so hard to prosecute or have any consequences for such behavior. Because you can't always point to exactly... What's wrong. Because she's pointing out with the HR guy, like, the boss has hired this assistant. She's like really young like hasn't gone to college yet um has been a waitress and the hr guy has already said like i have 400 applications from ivy league graduates for your job so it's not like you just waltz in without without any credentials to be an assistant Mm -hmm. like you have to come from a film school a prestigious (laughs) school and be you know Made really good grades. And we have to know someone. <laughs> so this young woman um, comes in. She's supposed to be a new assistant. And like you said, she doesn't have the credentials. They're putting her up at a really fancy hotel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, bo- who literally just got off the plane from like Idaho or Iowa. Yeah. The boss is going to see her at the hotel that day. Mm-hmm. And um, Allegedly. Which she overhears, the rumors. Again, that kind of overhearing, but you don't hear exactly what is being said. So the assistant goes to HR and is like, this makes me uncomfortable. Like, something 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 is is wrong. wrong. And the HR is very unhelpful. Yeah, the HR, by the way, who is Tom from Succession. I know, you can't (laughs) not see him be Tom from Succession. Very similar character. Yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for him to break out in some Tom speak. Yeah, but no, this. I mean, he was he was, and from for a point of succession, Tom is very much a company man. That's yeah. how he's gotten by, and so is this HR character, yeah. um, who you know very much exists to make sure that the company is safe. And he gets kind of abusive too. He's like, I can file this. Yeah. And it's going to ruin your career. Do you really want me to file this mm-hmm. in a very like condescending, mean, yeah, mean way? 
again, it's not necessarily about the what he says, it's about how he says it. And mm -hmm. because it's part of this toxic environment that is that suffuses every aspect of this business, it's it's the air they breathe to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And everybody it also shows how everybody is a little complicit. Yes. Like all together it makes it happen, but they're only being each individual is only being complicit kind of in a small way. Yeah. But they all are. <laughs> but they but they all are. Yeah, and they all know that too. Like, you know, the when the, the actress comes in at the end, um and the assistant asks, you know, oh, who was that? And it's just like a waste of my time. The, one of the one other of the producers. Producers, yeah. Like Well, and when the assistant is leaving that night with the, the two other executive type mm -hmm. uh the one woman in the elevator is like she's going to get more out of it than he will so don't yeah. worry about it yeah which wow what a line <laughs> what a movie yeah so it's not it's kind of a slow burn it's not it is it's not exactly suspenseful but there's this overarching like feeling of Dread. Dread to it. Is it is dreadful. And it's very um, gray. Like when she's coming in and just turning on the lights. And the, like the sound design in it, I feel like really emphasized the sounds of the office. Mm -hmm. The copy machine was really loud. Yeah. The scanner was really loud. The fluorescent lights being turned on yeah, were very buzzing. buzzing and were very loud. And it was obvious when you're not really having a lot of direct dialogue mm -hmm. happening. It's you're overhearing conversations that are kind of happening further around. away yeah. and around. Which was a, a fascinating thing to do for a film like this, was to have like very little like dialogue in the traditional sense. It's all overheard or half of a phone call um and yet we get a really good sense of what everything is going on. So it's, it's that's what I mean when it's like, it's, it's all subtext. Everything mm -hmm. is subtext. Yeah. Um, and we never see the executive, which yeah. I think is really interesting. The boss. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I thought it was going to be Matthew McFadden because he was on, he got top billing for... Is he Tom? He's Tom. Okay. Yes. He's Tom in succession. <laughs> yes, Matthew McFadden. But no, he was not. He was not. He's the yeah. HR guy. Um, yeah, the, the boss was was a presence, and we defined by his absence in a lot of scenes. You know, he's always behind the door, or he's just out of office. And they never say his name. They're always just no. like he, him, yeah. and they make phone calls and like they just. There's no introduction like, hey, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so's office and no. I'm calling to, is just straight into, he needs this. Yeah. Which, which I think is fascinating because there's a lot of, there's a lot in the movie about power dynamics and it's about these systems and these structures and how even as, as I think Jane is the main character's name you know, feels sort of powerless and crushed under this. She also wields significant power when it's on behalf of the executive. Hmm. 
Um, you know, she makes the guy drive in the car, like just circle the block for three hours because they're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. She's like, will you be ready when he's there? And she can take on some of his power, but only by through extension of, of his wishes and his needs. And it's not that he asked for that specifically, or we don't see him. It's it's that she should know that's what it is. And so she has that authority because she is very proximally close to that power, mm-hmm. which is what allows her to get that perspective that is so devastating and dreadful. Um, and she uses it and she wields it like a club in one scene and then immediately feels bad about it. Yeah. But you can see, like, oh, that's how this happens. Is it's, it's for the boss. It's for him. And then you just take it on, and then you become a little complicit, slice by slice. Right. She takes the girl uh-huh. to the hotel room. She's got a feeling that this is wrong. I mean, she does something about it. But I think after the HR encounter, she's never going to do no. something about she it. She learned her lesson. Um she Again. wrote her email to the boss to apologize. Where there's a moment where she's filling out checks, and there's two checks, and she's calling to check. Because she, well, like, she's, she's writing the checks for him to sign. Yeah. And so she has it like a, a, a list yeah. of, you know, dry cleaning is this much, housekeeping is this much, mm-hmm. and the bottom two checks don't have a name, and she calls whoever came up with this list, and is like, these last two don't have names. Is he going to know what that's for? And the guy's like, Yes. Which is some something shady <laughs> happening there. <Yes. laughs> like she knows there's something shady yeah. going and, on there, and it doesn't. Ha- and what's what's fascinating to me is that we know it's shady, and she knows it's shady, and it doesn't. Ne- like the thought I had watching it, like it's not necessarily related to the other shady things we've seen going on. Mm-hmm. Like there's sort of this expectation, like oh, this this is his one like terrible thing. It's like we have no idea what those two checks for twelve thousand dollars are. Mm-hmm. It could be anything and it probably is Uh, because uh, it turns out that people who are terrible in some ways are often terrible in many ways yes yes but yeah no she's she's learned her lesson and i think it's fascinating that like immediately after she gets back from hr he calls her the boss and like chews her out because which also tells me someone hr told him oh yeah absolutely she was there I think it was Tom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your sister wasn't here as, you know. Insinuating things. I, and I think those are some of the most powerful scenes when she gets called and reamed out by the yeah. boss. Yeah. She doesn't really react. Like, you get the sense that this is devastating mm-hmm. for her, but her expression does it. change. Um, and then she just, you know gets off the phone and immediately turns to the computer and starts writing on email saying, I apologize for whatever whatever yeah. I just did. Please, I appreciate this job. And checked by the other two assistants. And they come in and they're like, you should add this. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, routine and mundane. Like, she's done this yeah. before. And there's not a lot of outward reaction mm-hmm. to to it and that was really yeah well powerful. you get the sense that that's a, a defense thing you know she can't show that reaction she can't well especially because you two other assistants are men and we, yeah. we have established that this is <laughs> got some 
uh, gender problems mm-hmm. in the workplace. Although we do see one of the other assistants get something similar yes. happen to him. Yes. Um, it is, it, there is still a power dynamic first, but it, the gender aspect absolutely comes into play. Well, you got, I mean, I got to think that she's like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to yeah. cry. Yeah. These guys, um, like the, the one assistant throws things at her when he wants to get her attention yeah. or something. Like she's What's clearly that? like the low. Yeah. She's low, the, the newest, the um, newest tire. Yeah. Other than the woman who comes in over the course of this day. Right. Who's probably not really ever going to be an assistant there. Yeah. Like or, I, you know, for a little for while. Long, and, until he gets tired of her is really the impression I get. He will toss her out like a thing you toss out quickly yeah, when you're tired. Yeah, tired. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it, it's clearly not the first time it happened. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's good. The earring. Yep. Like Very again, just... no dialogue or almost no dialogue, but just tells. She one of the first things that. As she's cleaning up in the morning when there's nobody else there, mm-hmm. she's tying up the office, she finds an earring on the floor, she puts it in her desk. And then, like, in the middle of the movie, she re- uh, she's standing at the elevator and returns it to a woman who just pops in. Yeah, literally doesn't step off the elevator. And just nothing is, yeah. is said. Something is almost said, but then it isn't. Okay, what's the earring <laughs> doing in the office? Well, we can all imagine what the earring was yeah. doing. In, in the office, <laughs> but it's just not spoken aloud. It doesn't need to be. I thought too about what is the significance of this particular day, in that this is where the story mm-hmm. is. And to me, there isn't really a significance. This is the day she decides to go to HR, but. Um, it is not an atypical day. Right, it's not like, this is the day something's going to happen. No. Yeah, I mean, if you, if if anything, you know, this might be the day that she breaks in the sort of sense of, like, she finally becomes truly complicit um, in order to do whatever. But um, it, it's very clearly not, like, a pivot moment of anything. It is an oppressive environment that has just been wearing on her forever. It's also, it's not an uplifting story or like a story of (laughs) the little, the little guy winning or making some giant gesture towards stopping sexual harassment, workplace harassment. Um, it's, it's like the, the powerlessness of, and how freaking hard it is to prove that something's amiss. Yeah, or to, to get anything done about it. To do anything. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't, it's not that it's inconclusive at the end, but there's no tying it up with a bow. She just is, she goes home. Goes home. And is gonna, you know, she hasn't decided to quit. She hasn't made any, you know, accusations Mm -mm. are trying to make a difference in the world she's just going home defeated and is gonna come back tomorrow probably come back tomorrow first thing yeah in the morning 
It's a good movie. It's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and and kind of like to me it was kind of refreshing just in being a different structure than a lot of the movies we've watched. Sure. We've watched a lot of popcorn movies. We very, have watched very structurally normal. Yeah. I don't want all my movies to be as heavy. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of and oh, dreary. Yeah. I had some lighter choices on the list. No, yeah. I'm not, I'm just saying every yeah. week doesn't have to be no, so okay. But you can watch a, a dreary movie every now and then. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I don't know. Um, the, like, I don't know any names. They, they, they give her a name in the cast. Her name is Jane. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody else is, like, executive one driver yeah um, i did so uh patrick wilson shows up as patrick wilson in an elevator oh i didn't know he was as himself well, he's, he's listed as like famous actor on imdb uh, which i think is funny but i recognized him and i'm like i think he's famous <laughs> i didn't know who yeah. he was like i couldn't i couldn't have told you his name was patrick wilson but i was like that guy looks like he's famous mm-hmm. i think he's famous and he was he was an Aquaman? Things I didn't know. Uh, but yeah, no, the and and that's again refreshing in its simplicity and that you never really like it's the mundanity of it. Like people don't go around telling each other their names all the time. <laughs> um, and and we don't have you know, so many movies I think about like the 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 fish out of water POV character who exists as the audience surrogate mm-hmm. to like introduce you to the world and what's going on. And I mean, Luke Skywalker is a, is a classic example of, you know, he's a little farm boy and he learns about things as we, the audience need to learn about things mm-hmm. like the Jedi and Darth Vader and yada, yada. Um, and we have an audience surrogate, I think in the form of Jane, but we don't learn anything. Like she's not playing that role to, tell the audience things. The movie is structured in such a way that you know what you need to through little details and the... Mostly through, like, tidying and cleaning yeah. up dishes and... and... Picking up the tray of donuts. And uh, making copies. Or putting away the syringes. Mm-hmm. Like... I guess if you knew what that drug was for, it might have had a another like level of meaning i didn't but i don't just... think it mattered i think it was just just there <laughs> i also wonder how people like that function where somebody like goes to get their prescriptions and put their prescriptions in place and they're dry mm-hmm. cleaning and packs their bag for their overnight trip and yeah like that's how they function is they have people to deal with all of that um yeah that's when you, when you make enough money, you don't have to know how to do any of those things. When you have enough power, it doesn't matter. Because even if you screw it up, somebody else will come fix it. Again, Succession, I think, is a really good example of that. You know, you can look at some of the smaller scenes I love in that show or when, you know, just they're just rich idiots and they go do something and then it gets fixed because somebody else took care of it. Mm-hmm. Even the, the premiere of Succession, minor spoilers for the premiere of Succession, when... You mean the season three premiere? Season three premiere, yeah. When, like, they decide to t- get three different planes ready, 
And that one guy's like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go find three different planes to go to three potentially different things, mm. all private jets, because we don't fly commercial here. And all they have to do is just say, yes, I'm flying to place. Deal with that. Someone will make it happen for yeah. them. And that's terrifying. <laughs> you don't have to know how to do any of that. Have any other uh, thoughts or comments? That's a lot of it. It's, I did, it reminded me of Gene Dealman. Which I think is a good thing. I appreciated that. Uh, lots of lots, some lots of like long takes. Um, interesting camera work. We almost never go inside the office. We're always looking at his through chair the doorway. through the doorway. We do go in a couple times, but mostly we we exist on this side of the door. I think that's all the thoughts I had. Felicity, did you have any thoughts? No. No. I'm not sure she watched it. She doesn't often watch the movies. Alright, you want to talk about our Patreon? Oh, Patreon? Yeah. We have Patreons? Five degrees. <laughs> Patreon.com slash five degrees. There's two perks if you um, support us. One is you get our unedited, unedited episodes our beginning and ends where we talk to the cat uh, from when the microphone turns on. My words aren't coming out real good today. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all subtext. Um, and you can get a list of movies that we didn't watch. This kind of gives me a list every week and I choose a movie from that list to watch. And then we watch it. And then we watch it. And that helps with the indecision on my part. So, um, Paralysis analysis. Paralysis. Analysis. Analysis. <laughs> La, words, la, la. Are words are hard um it's on a per episode basis so if we do 30 episodes in one month and you're like i do not want to pay for 30 episodes you can put a cap on it yeah that's totally cool um podcast will always be free we thank you for listening we enjoy doing it tell your friends tell your friends like us on youtube we're not on youtube <laughs> On your favorite podcatcher. Yeah. Did I get it all, Kevin? I think that was all of it. Okay. Review us if you want, I guess. That's a thing. Or just keep listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.